It's a good show. Hey, this is Bobby Hill, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andros Jones. I said good day, Sheriff. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in a basement in Watertown. I just keep calling it a basement, but I think it's the basement in Watertown with Future Teens. Say hi, Future Teens. Hi. Hi. And they have invited a friend of theirs to join them on this show, uh, a member of the band... Tuft. The band Tuft. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Jess, tell us about this band Tuft. Now, I'm looking online. You are There's a band called Tuft that is formerly a Los Angeles band, but that's not you, no, right? that's the bad Tuft. <laughs> the, the bad Tuft. I don't want to, like... Tuft. They sent me this really long message, and they were like, hey, what's up? We're Tuft, and we noticed that your name is Tuft, too, and they, like, wanted me to change my name, and they sent me, they tried to get Ryan Agate, who books at O'Brien's, they tried to get my contact info from him, and he was like, no, and then they messaged me on Bandcamp, and they tried to, like, get me to change my name and I sent them this email back and I was like don't ever talk to me again <laughs> I'm not even kidding <laughs> so that's why they're the bad Tuft but are they over there someplace saying that you're the bad Tuft is, is this a battle of the Tufts <laughs> I don't think they like me and but I also don't like them they just sound like I don't know if you listen to their songs it's just kind of like cookie cutter like pop stuff like, and- like ha, 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 yeah <laughs> This and is a call-out like show. So. Yeah. <laughs> and what is what? How would you describe your tuft? I think it's sad and. Um, Wait, you there's a, you have a genre, remember? Yeah, scrap jangle. <laughs> if you Google scrap jangle, tuft comes up. Like yeah. First hit. Scrap jangle. Scrap jangle. I would describe it as slowcore, but like. Also, the internet, and because the internet is a big inspiration for me, and um, yes, nineties, nineties alt rock, nineties <laughs> alt rock, slow core internet music, but definitely yeah. no cookie cutters involved. No way. <laughs> 
and and how do you know the how do you know future teens? Oh my god, I well, I met Daniel like what like two years ago mm-hmm. at at a coffee shop, but I really just worked next to him, and I remember going in for coffee, and like he was like, I don't know, I forget why I was like, I'm in a band. And Daniel was like, oh, really cool. My band's playing a show. And it was for the novel ideas. And then me and Daniel, like, became friends. And then... Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Me and Daniel became friends. And then he showed me future teens. And I love them. And I showed my friends. And we all love them. And that's how I met future teens, I guess. And have you played shows together? Yes, the first show we played together was um, that one that was in Cambridge at the Lilypad, right? Oh yeah, oh, yes. it was yeah. our album release show. Yes, that was the first, and that was like one of the very first Tuft shows. And I think we recorded my EP first, and then Daniel showed it to like the other Future Teens people, and they liked it. I hope I'm remembering that right. Definitely, Definitely. Like no, of course not. We didn't, we didn't like, <laughs> like it at all. I hate it. That's why I sing along at every Tuft um, gig. Yeah. And and does Tuft have a record? We have an EP. What are you eating? Eat while I'm talking. <laughs> maybe, maybe hold off. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just I'm just curious. This really good ice cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor? <laughs> Talenti cold brew coffee wow. dairy free sorbetto. Whoa, that's a lot of words from Ocean State Job <laughs> Lot. <laughs> oh my god, I wish my favorite store. Um, Tuft has Tuft has an EP called Whoever Gets You in the End, and it has five songs on it. It's streaming on all major streaming uh, devices or all major streaming outlets. Zunes, iPods. <laughs> <laughs> It's streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Bandcamp, Kazaa, LimeWire, Pandora. Yes, LimeWire. You can only find it on Pure Volume. <laughs> on Pure Volume. You can only download it on the Pirate Bay. <laughs> and it's actually like a zip file of like a SpongeBob episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love that band. <laughs> so, well, uh, why, why don't we get into this Pop Oracle divination format? What is your question for the Pop Oracle of Future Teens music? The Pop Oracle? Um, let me think. I just want to know, like, when am I going to get a better job? Because my job right now, I make, like, crap money. Because I'm a substitute teacher, and I just want to know, like, when I'm going to be a real teacher, if that's in my future. When are you, so? The question is, when are you going to be a real teacher, or when are you going to get a better job? Or actually, it, let's do when am I going to get a better job? Because who knows what I'll be. Okay. Cool. When are you going to get a better job? And now to engage the pop oracle, on your behalf, I'm going to pick a card, any card. Whoa. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card. What number is it? Five. 
Song number five from Future Teens list, which is Expiration Dating. Guess I wasn't your type The way you looked me in the eyes And told me that you had some free time Next week some night Well, I kinda thought
that was expiration date from Future Teens. The answer to Jess's question, is she going to get a better job? So Future Teens, tell us a little bit about that song. Beautiful song, great title, and just everything. Great song. Thanks. Um, that's, that's a song about uh, being, uh, well, thinking that you are at fault for, or sorry. Hold on a second. Jess, are you eating something? You're making a, there's a lot of noise coming out of your phone. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can stop. I'm like sucking on a cough drop. Yeah. Also, I'm just like shuffling around my house. Yeah, maybe just like now just pause for a moment. Yep. I'm going to sit down. All right. All right, here goes. I'm going to start over. Yeah. Um... So uh, that song is uh, about when you think someone else is at fault for uh, miscommunication or lack of communication. Then you realize that it was you who was at fault for that miscommunication or lack of communication in this case. Uh, And then, you know, what to do with uh, that feeling or that information. And, uh, yeah. In this case, eh, let it go. Yeah, in this case... I think it's a beautiful little parable, and and I feel like any I think it's one of those things that everyone can relate to because we all do. Everyone does that, whether it's like something's missing and you think it's stolen, and your first thing you know, like, oh, who stole my blah blah blah? No, no, oh, I just left it in the trunk, not in the back seat, or right. you know, that that immediate rush to think, oh, fuck them. When really it's like, wait a second, maybe it's on me. And I think that's something, it's one of the most important lessons in the world just to learn for your own nervous system. Because a lot of times it's not even like it ever gets to the point where it expresses to somebody else, right? Yeah, that's that's true. In this case, it's about texting someone and thinking mm-hmm. that you've texted them back. And then you look back at your conversation and see that you didn't text them back. and that's And then so they lost interest in you because of that. And that's the that's the expiration. That's the so you've gone on a date with a person, and then it turns out that um, it wasn't a date; it was an expiration date. Got it. <laughs> got it. That's, that's the pun, and a very and a very good one. Thanks. So, Jess, what did you think about that? Is the answer to your question about uh, about your job situation? Yes. So I wrote down some notes about that. Um, <laughs> I think that in in terms of my question, I feel like me, like I am the, I don't know, I feel like I'm the I in the song, like the one that's like, I never texted to say, and I'm texting like my dream job because like I'm just sitting here waiting for like this text mm. from like, I don't know, what would my dream job be like, whatever, like being like a really cool teacher or like working somewhere really cool. I'm just sitting here waiting for it to fall in my lap when in actuality I need to go get it because it's not going to text me because I never texted it and it's going to end up being like a misconnection if I don't do anything. Wow. That's what I was thinking. That's good. That's real good. Yeah. That's a a great interpretation. I had the thought that maybe, maybe your days at like, a job that you feel sucks or numbered, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that expiration yeah. date's coming up and things oh. are going to get hot and heavy with a cooler job. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, too. Well, I mean, apparently. I, also, I thought it was like an expiration 
update on like because you know how like I don't know sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough like I'm just like I'm not good enough to like be a cool teacher or like I'm not good enough to like go back to school and whatever so I have an expiration date on these negative feelings that I feel about myself like how long can I feel them I can't feel them forever because they're holding me back from achieving my dreams oh yeah don't buy into those stupid lies Jess you rock no way Oh, heck yeah. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, don't text those lies back, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Those lies. Those lies. Those lies you tell yourself about yourself. Yeah, you ghost that part of your brain that's like, Jess, you suck. (laughs) I think that's called meditation. (laughs) (laughs) Brain ghosting. That'll that'll take off. Brain ghosting. It's like Danny Phantom where you just, you're like... Oh, I'm full of all this negativity. I'm going ghost, and then you, and then you get rid of it. Was that yeah. too Nisha? I never saw that. Don't I don't know, know what that is. Too Nisha cartoon reference, kind of. Yeah. Uh. Danny Phantom was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was. There, there's a lot. There's a. I was. Just, there's a lot of writing stuff. Even like when you said, "I guess I wasn't your type," and then the thing is about texting, and the, which is a kind of typing. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of thinking, do. You, do you have to do a lot of typing for your as a substitute teacher? Do you have to do a lot of typing? Not really. I don't do a lot of typing. Maybe like that could be like there are some kids that I work with and they just do not like me. So maybe I'm not their type of mm. teacher. And then there's like kids that I work with and they're like super angelic and I love them. So like, I don't know. I feel like everyone is somebody's type in every sort of social interaction. You know, like whether you're working with a kid or whether you're like you have a coworker that like you don't get along with or a coworker that you do get along with. Like there's all sorts of types of people. Did you from your school days, uh-huh. do you have any do you have memories of specific teachers that like how many like I, I've been th- I was thinking recently I had a lot of teachers and I really remember maybe three or four of them, if that. <laughs> really well how many of your teachers do you remember well from your school days I remember honestly I remember like all of my teachers my teachers I was like a nerd in school like I was pretty quiet and I was also like weird like I loved like when I was in third grade I wanted to be a cryptozoologist and like I loved, like, fossils and stuff, so I was, like, a creepy kid, Mm. and I just, like, kind of gravitated towards teachers because they didn't make me feel weird, and so I have, like, so many teachers that made a huge impact on my life and, like, really fostered my creativity and stuff, so it just seems like one of those professions where, like, you can just, like, really change somebody's life, you know? And so how long have you been teaching? I've been a teacher for like three weeks, like substitute teaching. So this is brand new. You've only been doing the job for three weeks? Yes. Well, I mean, wow. I'm, you, I, I'm just having to shift my brain on it. When you said, am I going to get a better job? I just sort of felt like, oh, you've been in this. I've been substituting for three years now. Give yourself yeah. a little bit of time. Yeah, I guess. I mean hard when you go into like a classroom you go into like a new situation every single day and sometimes you're like what if this was my classroom and like what if I got to teach the kids 
what I wanted to teach them or like in a way that I wanted to teach them. And so that's why it, it can be like a tiny bit discouraging because you're like, I'm just this transient being that's in their life to like kind of yell at them for like six hours today. Cause you know, the sub comes in and everyone's like, Oh my God, it's a substitute. Like we need to go crazy. <laughs> and I have to be like, Hey, no. do you tell them that you're in, that you're in a rock band and they should, you know, that you're- honestly, I'm going to tell you something right that now they do not care. <laughs> the whole factor. I've told some of them that I was, like, a singer, I was in a rock band, or, like, whatever. The cool factor doesn't work until, like, maybe sort of sixth grade, I'm being honest, because they're all just, like, they're kind of like demon spawn, and they just, (laughs) I'm not even kidding, a lot of them are good kids, but they do not care what you look like. Like, I've dressed up, like, I was like, I look like a cool teacher today, and I, like, put on my lipstick, and then I walk in, and, like, some kids throw something at me. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like School of Rock with Jack Black? No! Oh my god, no way. I wish. But, I mean, it depends. Like, sometimes they think you're cool, but they really just don't care. So, a lot of times, you just gotta, like, be a little bit strict. Or at least in my three weeks of doing this, that's what I've realized. Well, but yeah, it's to the job has clearly toughened you up. I, that was not a reference yeah, to your. That wasn't was a reference to your band. I, I thought would, I was gonna stroll like. in and be like, "Hey, what's up, kids? Like, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna like play some games and stuff." But when you like have twenty kids that are just running around the classroom and screaming <laughs> and just. It's like a zoo, and so you have to just be like, hey! (laughs) And in a lot of the schools, they have this thing where they all have fake money, and so you can make the kids do stuff for, like, (laughs) pennies. Weird. (laughs) And so today, I made them clean up. I was like, you guys have to clean up the room, and the first five kids in line get a nickel. And I have never seen (laughs) kids run so fast for a freaking nickel <laughs> they just like they were like a tornado of cleanliness wow. and then they just like ran in line what do they get for their fake money i don't know i think they get like they counted and like they get like a pizza party or like something dumb that like i actually have no idea I just can you make them have... pay up when they're rude and then eat oh, their yeah, pizza you should dock them pay you can you can dock oh, them wow. it's like yeah, it's like they all have these little cups on their desk, and it has, like, all of their money in it. And as soon Whoa. as I came in today, the kids were like, our teacher gives us pennies if we do our homework. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I kind of learned about this fake money thing. So this, is, all day. this is some like, weird capitalist weird. brainwashing yeah. stuff I had, going on. I had on. a teacher in high school who, um, who was, like, a little bit of a creep, but... He he would, um, if you said if you use the word like, uh, improperly. I'm using air quotes oh because God. grammar is classist and garbage. But, um, yes. but he would like make you put money. He would make you put like fifty cents in a jar if you used the word if you said like or um, and then at the end of the year bought pizza. 
Ew, for himself. <laughs> and he had to eat. Well, it all. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's like Matilda. He, yeah, just whoever whoever said the most likes and ums had to eat all the pizza. They were the winner. Sounds great. So, so that means wait, wait, wait. So by that idea, if you say it a lot, you get more pizza. Yeah, honestly, honestly, yeah. That sounds it's, like a reward system. It was to me. not. Yeah, it didn't stop me from saying like or um. I wish someone had honestly. I wish I had been trained to not say like or um because I edit these podcasts and it's the most annoying thing to hear myself do. It's the thing I, if I had to pick one thing that I like least about myself, it's how much I say <laughs> like um and you know. I think I think I I cared at the time because it was like because you wanted the pizza. But, well, no, I mean if I cared about pizza, then I would have said it all the time, and. I say it all the time now, and I don't give a shit. Sorry, Coach Whitney. And you still love pizza. Um, and I still so love pizza. you really pizza. came out on top. I, really, I did come out on top. I feel like I'm a more evolved human because I just I let myself speak freely and don't give a damn about um, how professional podcast. that is. Stop. <laughs> no, I didn't feed the cat. <laughs> Mom just barged in. Christ. Who just barged in? Uh, my mom. I live with my parents. I live in my parents' basement. I'm just kidding. I live in a room in my parents' house, and we all hang out. And it just happens to be in the basement. No, I don't live in the basement. No, that's just where your stuff is. I'm currently staying in the basement of my mother's house, and we are broadcasting from a basement, so there's no, there's no shame. No shame yeah. in, in the basement. Well, a good we're, basement. Just a, we're just a bunch of basement dwellers. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Basement babes. Basement yeah. Babe. Bunch of crusties. The basement I'm in is right next to a really old graveyard next to the Watertown mm. High School. So I feel like when I'm when I'm in a basement next to a graveyard, I feel like Hell no. I I'm, would never. No? You could not pay me. You think I'm gonna like you think I'm gonna be haunted by like at least a hundred spirits every night? <laughs> from the graveyard. Dude. It's exhausting. I mean, if they're still I don't have haunting, time to put all these souls to rest. <laughs> I don't know what, like speaking, like exp- I don't know what the expiration date is on on uh, ghosts? The, on ghosts. Like these are a lot of these tombstones are like people who died in the 1800s. Right. Yeah. Are they're they still, still sticking there. around? Totally. I don't. I mean, once you're a ghost, like you've died once, now you're just chilling until someone can like put your spirit to rest. Well, you'd think that that's after what Jared Padalecki told me on Supernatural. If you think after 150 <laughs> years, they would have their souls would be at rest. You know, no, maybe they, they never got closure. They have to accomplish what like like. There's a reason why ghosts exist, and the reason is that people. If something tragic happens or, like, they have, quote-unquote, unfinished business, their soul cannot rest until the unfinished business is resolved. Right. Or if or they the, get shot with rock salt. Or if the busters what? get them. The ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. The ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they set them up in their vacuum. But yeah, they got to get busted. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk, though, about how it's kind of messed up if, like, your grandfather, like, is sitting on the edge of your bed and he's, like, trying to say bye and then he gets busted. By a Ghostbuster, it's like pretty rude. That is kind of rude. But I guess up. the Ghostbusters aren't just like going for the like nice grandpa saying "What's up." They're more going for the the mean grandpa that's, um, that's saying, "I'm disappointed in you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very subtle difference. Yeah. It's important to like listen to that conversation before you bust. This a is ghost. also related to the song because it's about ghosting. 
Right. So we can keep, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what did you say about busting? (laughs) (laughs) This is a G-rated podcast, Jess. crap, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Is it really G-rated? No. I don't think podcasts are rated that way, actually. They're just rated for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this has been a, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you, Jess. It's and, over. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 bringing it home. We're bringing it home. We're gonna make sure that we put in links to the good tuft, not the bad tuft. Yes. And uh, and maybe someday we could there'll be a tuft showdown. God. That would be. <laughs> That'd be great. It it's a battle of the tough. bands, and at the end, whoever wins gets to keep the name. Yes, but it has to be me. <laughs> you cannot lose. <laughs> well, that's why you got to get all your fans to come out to that show to cheer oh, louder yeah. for you. We'll sing along and intimidate the bad tuft, but in like a, a nice way. Yeah, this sounds cool. It sounds like an '80s movie or something. It's just West Side Story, but tuft. <laughs> if it was, if it was an '80s movie, that you could play with the band and then you'd realize that one of the members of the band that you were in love with and then one of you would win but then you'd be be like you'd be torn because you don't want to take the name away from this cool tufter that you realize is now your your soul tuft and then your and then your mutual cover of time after time plays over the credits if you lost and can't and you Yeah, sing us out. More vibrato. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball
the show.